Hello, everyone. Welcome to Miscellaneous Podcast. I am your host, Candy, And I'm Taylor. And on this podcast, we always start the week off with a random topic to get the ball rolling. And this week, it is Taylor's turn. What is the most random song you have listened to in the past little while? For example, I today listened to Space Jam. Why? I have no idea. But my brain produced this sound from 1998 era. And I was like, I don't even know what I said. I don't even know what I said, but it was like, hmm. Oh, Avery's looking at me. What did I say, dear? Time to jam. Time to jam. I don't even know how I said it. Thank you for trying to help. My brain, my oh, brain my is reservoir. like. This is my jelly. <laughs> That's an old meme for you people. <laughs> you caught that one. Welcome. You're going to love it here. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so what's your most random song listen recently? You're the pirate. Don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> From Pirates Pirate. of Penzance? No, that is a Reliant K song. Oh, okay. That used to be my all time favorite band. <laughs> okay. We are the pirates. Don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And if you ask us to do anything, we'll just tell you we don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as long as the song is oh, okay <laughs> and then they have another song that's 10 seconds long and they go i just wasted 10 seconds of your life and the song ends <laughs> and it's called and it's called crayons can melt for all i care crayons okay mm-hmm. oh man I, so I was, I was dancing to space jam while i was cleaning up my house and 2.0 was in the bouncer he was just like, I don't know how to feel about this. But then I like started like dancing harder, and he was like, Oh, oh, I like this. Okay, because that's his <laughs> new thing. Like if he, if someone is singing, even if it's his brother, or if we've got music playing, he'll start like trying to like wiggle his body. Yeah, wiggle. Yeah. Wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Orion's having a great time with my computer. He's being a turd bucket. So. He's got his head rested on it, and it's warm, so he's like, yes. He's, his eyes are closed, so he's definitely feeling it. Yeah. A little bit of air twitch, but he's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was that. So then on the way over here, I'm listening to their mm-hmm album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Yep. It's their great album. So I'm listening to it, and I still know all the words. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sunny with a heart, 75, since you looked into my heart and made me lie. Reliant K is not a well-known band. But they're all. fabulous. They're so good. Like, though. I knew about the song My Girl's Ex-Boyfriend since, like, junior high. And I didn't learn until, like, senior year that was by Reliant K. Because all, all my friend had who, who showed it to me was just, like, old, old, old old apple music it was just track like one oh. artist unknown yeah, and there was no sajam yeah there was no shajam shajam that just made my brain think about the oxyclean man if it wasn't for him I would still be searching if it wasn't for him. I'm my best friend. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, again, they were my favorite band for many, many years. I know all the words to all their songs. Deathbed is their longest song, and I know all the words to that. 
I can't think of an album off the top of my head that I know all the words to, hmm. but there's probably a few. I listen to music obsessively. Yes, I am aware. Uh, my Spotify wrap-up thing said that I listened to... What was it? Like, basically, I did the math on it, and it was 42 straight days. Mine was, like, 37 straight days of, like, listening, mm-hmm. but most of mine was podcasts, mm-hmm. which I'm not surprised. Yeah, and your top song no! was a child song. Oh, Perry Grip. That man, the grip he has on my life. (laughs) (laughs) And my number one song is Promises by Maverick City. Yeah, I think it was Breakfast Burrito. (laughs) Yum, yum, Breakfast Burrito. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The difference between mother and not mother. Yeah. The one I played, though, was played on 84 times because I'm obsessed with that song. Although it's funny because if someone said, what are the words PTS song? I'm like, I wouldn't know. It's in Korean. I can do really horrible pronunciation along with it. What are you doing, Kat? You just did something. You, why are your nails in my computer? Hold on. <laughs> she, oh, darn. What I will happened? fix that in post, though. He's made it so all the sound bites get quieter. What? I can fix that in post, though. Oh. You fiend. You absolute monster. Yep, he got. He needs claws trim though, because he was in my little event thing, like totally event. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That'll mm-hmm. happen this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, I can make that better. Okay. Later. Hi guys. We don't really edit anything except my children's name out of this podcast. Yep, because we're trying to be as authentic as possible. Is that what our goal is? I thought we were just lazy. <laughs> it's lazy, but also unedited podcasts are a lot funner to listen to. They are. Because, I don't know, I listen to some podcasts that are, like, super edited, but, like, those are always the ones that have scripts. And I was like, okay, this makes sense with the script. But if you're super edited without a script, I'm like, I can tell something happened and I can't, I don't know what happened and it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that I fixed my pants? Yeah. We yeah. talked about it last week on the podcast. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm happy about my pants fitting. <laughs> I am. Again, I remember when you're like, you're of the petite family. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> okay. Height wise, you are average. Height wise, I am below average. What is average? Five, 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 seven. Ah, my phone. Where did it go? Why is it yelling at me? <laughs> I have to find it so I can go Googling. I am trapped. Because I'm 5'3". Average. And the average age, that's why most people are taller than me. Height. In the U.S. For a woman in the U.S. is 5'4". Really? I'm an inch below average. Why is everybody taller than me? Do I just have tall friends? I guess. Let's see. Average weight. Well, I call shenanigans on that. It was like 112 or something. 166.2. Average clothing size for an American woman is a 14. I'm an 8. Yeah, you are not average. <laughs> However, when I try to find 8s, they're never around. I, always, I think the reason why I always thought I was average is because my clothes were always gone. Yeah, the because the sizes I needed were always gone. Companies typically only make straight sizes, which are like 14 and down 
if that some of them are 12 and down family leave me alone or i'm going to silence all of you <laughs> you just i don't care about my family silence silence, silence i give you room. <laughs> which is basically this generation's version of <laughs> i still haven't seen luca it's you know, fun. It's really fun. The number of things is just going to continue to creep up. I ain't got yeah. time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> oh, man. I am very tired. I am sleep deprived. I'm very tired, too. I've been getting more sleep. I think that's why I'm... Why is my head bruised? <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> Don't laugh at me! <laughs> I gave myself new injuries today. Yeah. Um, I was lifting up boxes, and sometimes when I grab too many that my arms aren't long enough for, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, trying to adjust so that they're leaning on my chest, Yeah, the corners will get me. Ow. So, this time I got an injury that's, like, on my inner bicep close to my armpit. Tape is very sharp at specific foldings. Yeah. And it got me, and I was like, that's gonna scratch. Ow. And then I have a new bruise on the inside of my knee, and I don't know when I got that one weird i know so i have a a line scar just a straight line on the inside of my right forearm Mm -hmm. i was helping my dad in our our garage when i was a kid there was a swamp cooler and he was replacing the little the, the 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 square tube and so i was at the bottom as he was on the roof and so he was lowering it down to me and so i just like you know kind of spread my arms and i was inside the tube and i caught it so that it didn't hit the ground because mm-hmm. for some reason it had to come out and it couldn't be damaged so i caught it and when i caught it it landed on my arm in such a way that it gave me a cut that just healed straight hmm. and so one point i will be like what's that a scar what's that a scar what does it look like to you kid a scar and then he'll walk away i'm like i wonder if he's wondering like, what a scar means maybe Maybe. Because a scar is not a scratch. It's an old scratch that you can still see. But it's not even a scratch because it, like, scratches mm-hmm. for me don't technically break the skin. Mm-hmm. But, like, a cut or a wound breaks the My, skin. My, <laughs> what oldest sister said to me the other day, she was like, man, people are going to think that John's abusing you because of all the bruises that you have. <laughs> so my mom, <laughs> while pregnant with me, Okay. Well, pregnant with me ended up, she was visibly pregnant, ended up hitting a turnstile that like stopped and wouldn't go through. Mm-hmm. So she ran into it with her belly and Ooh. got bruised, went to an appointment and the, the OB was like, are you safe at home? Is your husband abusing you? And my mom apparently busted up laughing. My dad didn't think it was funny because the OB called the MPs because my dad was on base and had him taken into questioning. But hey, you know that's a good nurse because she immediately went into action. No, my mom wasn't even a nurse at that point. She just laughed because oh, the OB, yeah, OB was like on it. Yeah, no, well, because he's he. My dad was in the military at the time, Mm -hmm. and uh, but I mean, like, just the fact that she saw a giant bruise and went not okay, and just went, this could be a possibility. Let's just take that out of the equation. Yeah, but my mom laughed. There's no way. Everyone's like, hmm. Your dad's really scary. And I'm like, nah, it's my mom you gotta watch out for. <laughs> She's the one who's acting sweet and then she'll rip your throat out. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad will just be up front with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you if you don't stop. Yeah. And she'll sneak attack you. I don't I don't even think I would call it a sneak attack. It's just very much like me of Okay, I've hit my limit. Ha ding <laughs> It's just they're looking oh I went too far. Mm-hmm. That was too far. Yeah. <laughs> um Um my sister in law she was had like a weird bout of like super accident proneness and like was bruised a lot and was doing things so they were like they took her to the doctor because they're like what's wrong with her like she's being way more clumsy than normal yeah and like her ankle kind of hurts like let's get that checked out and because she had so many bruises they asked my brother to leave and he's like okay that's weird yeah i will but that's weird and after he left they're like are you okay at home? Like, is he abusing you? And she started laugh, like cry laughing. And she was like, that man can't even hurt a fly. Like, she was like, no, we are serious. It's literally me being weirdly clumsy lately. That's why we're here. Oh man. Not because he's injuring me. So, so 1.0 has managed twice on Avery's phone to call 911 oh. and hang up. Which means, because they immediately have to follow that up immediately you get a call back uh-huh. and the first time it happened we were over at a friend's house so i pick it up and they're like this is 911 is everyone okay and we're like i was like um yeah and they're like okay are you free to speak i was like yes is anyone in danger is anyone hurt no are you in danger no do you need an officer to come out no no i my my baby just played with the phone i'm so sorry thank you for calling and following up <laughs> i'm like no Oh, man. Hi, I love that recording of the... Uh, 911, what's your emergency? Hi, is this the police? Yeah, what do you need? Well, my mom always said that if I needed help to give you a call... Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's why you give us... Okay, so... What's... What's 16 plus 4? I can't figure it out. <laughs> no! And he's like, oh. He's like, do you know what 6 plus 4 is? He's like, I think. He's like, okay, so how about we count it out? And then you hear in the background, what are you doing? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, if you said I needed help to call 911. <laughs> oh. She's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I've already started telling 1.0. This, like, we've gone through it. Like, this is how you call 911. You call 911 if someone's really, really hurt, if there is a big accident like a fire, or if mommy asks you to, mm-hmm. like, those are what I'm gonna. That that's what I got. From, you gotta do for me. Mm-hmm. He has I, no idea. He doesn't even know my phone number yet. But he's tried. I have never had to. I did once. I've had nine one one called for accident? me. No, I didn't call nine one one after my car accident with my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, the really nice lady who I'm really not even sure if she was a real person, but she was fabulous. You're like, could have been my guardian angel going, all right, time to make an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) She was really nice. She was blonde. She had her hair pulled in a ponytail. She was in, like, a white button down and gray slacks. And I think sensible shoes. And she had a nice looking face. Mm -hmm. And she said, my husband's a police officer. I've called 911. She got us out of the car. And then I don't remember her. You could have just also, like, traumatically was like, brain was like, nope, we got, we can't do this one. (laughs) <laughs> Too much. You're not remembering. I'm out. I'm I have, out. I have made an executive decision for our survival that these memories shall be tossed away. <laughs> no, but I have several like memories of that time. No, I was once the only functional adult in a very brand new nursing home. 
I had four um, clients with dementia. I think I remember you talking about this. I don't know. I had four clients with dementia and down a hallway where no one should have been. Oh. Mind you, I was 18, mm-hmm. 19. I hear, hello? I think the F not. I locked myself in a room and I called 911. See, that's... <laughs> You're using that 1%. That 1% came through and said, nope. Okay, but like, yeah, no, that 1% was like, absolutely not. Like, they're old. They'll die anyways. I'm not going down for this. Incredibly distant African ancestors from which all humanity came from. was like, no. I only am black according to the U.S. Census. There was literally, like, somewhere in the 1940s, one of my grandparents, like, probably great great grandparents, got miss marked on their ethnicity and so i'm only black according to the census <laughs> like the genealogists have been discovering this family what that doesn't make sense although that just made me think um my brother-in-law said that if society ever does like collapse horribly and people like dig up our houses or whatever mm-hmm. they're gonna think that we worship the tv like it's like a god or something because in every major gathering area mm-hmm. that all the seating things are pointed toward the TV. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, we kind of do that now. Um, yeah. Although we don't have cable because we were sick and tired of it. Because my, my dad was like, we watch like four channels and we record all of them so we don't have to watch the commercials. Why am I paying this much for that when we have the internet? Yeah. So we got rid of our cable. I will never pay for cable. Like, I literally just want a TV that has access to all of my streamings. Chromecast, none of which I man. pay for because... Get a Chromecast and all Um, We're getting one for Christmas. A Chromecast? No, a TV. A TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you get a Chromecast, though, it's got your Netflix, your Disney+, it's got YouTube, it's got Spotify, it's got Amazon Music, it's got all that stuff that you can just go to there. I'm pretty sure we're getting a smart TV, so that's all built oh. in. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm not picking it because it's not. F- I'm. We're getting it. But my sister-in-law was finally like, "I don't care what my brother says. We're buying you a TV for Christmas." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Because while that computer over there is great, it's an itty bitty screen. And I'm really tired of looking at itty bitty screens. And I need to be able to distract my children for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other advantage is keeping my kids further away from the screen. That's true. Also, <laughs> my oldest sister, like um, my nephews, were playing a game on the phone. <laughs> And you can tell they're playing too long because she's like, "Hey, time to go!" And they meet ah, like the angry wine thing, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yep, I know. I'm gonna pay for giving you too much screen time because if they have too much, they like become awful children." Hmm. And she knows that, so she limits it. Yeah, they do no TV summers, so huh. they have no TV at their house. If they go somewhere else, they can watch TV, but then no TV at their house. That makes they sense. They behave much better when there is no TV. Hmm. My and kids. I think that's an energy thing. Maybe my kids never stop moving when they're watching, which is why 1.0 ends up right at the computer desk and is just like wibbling and wobbling back and forth because a kid has to be mobile. Mm-hmm. Like both my kids will like rotisserie chicken their ways around their beds, like they're constantly in motion. Mm-hmm. So, but again, this is quite a few years of difference in age between your children and my nephews true but one thing we try to do with our kids is we try to use timers mm. to be like hey how many minutes until you go to bed 10 or 15 15 all right cool and then 
he sometimes fights us on it but i have noticed he fights us less than before we started timers because then you, you said 15 the timer's going off this is what you said yeah let's go brush your teeth let's go get you in your room do your nighttime routine like mm-hmm. yeah that, my oldest nephew's got basically like restless leg and horrible asthma Aww. he has um a nebulizer that he has every morning and medications wow and there's a reason they put hardwood in his room yeah just because their dog sheds minimally but but he still sheds and dust so they just it did they just got rid of the carpet because it just collects dust mm-hmm. so poor child yeah but he's got restless leg because his dad and my dad both have it so kind of doomed there mm-hmm. i mean you can mention an air purifier to her i've heard actually yeah. a lot of do they mm-hmm. right and in his room get a fire in there too okay He's got all sorts of things in his room to make sure that he's not having a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) Make this as easy as possible on you. Mm -hmm. The doctors are kind of hoping he'll grow out of it because he's so young right now. Yeah. And my mom had asthma when she was growing up and she grew out of it. Oh, good. Well, she did until like weirdly last year. She's having like a real hard time. Didn't she catch COVID too? No, this was before COVID. Oh. And she got tested. It wasn't COVID and she didn't have any other symptoms other than the fact that like she would be walking and it would like get hard to breathe weird so she was using her inhaler which she hadn't had to use in like 30 years hmm and and then she was like trying to get doctor appointment but it's a it's a virtual one yeah and doctors can't really tell what's going on in your lungs unless they can hear them yeah so they were doing their best and it eventually went away but we never figured out like what what it was weird yeah so we're like what the heck because we're like it can't be the air nobody's driving anywhere like this time of year is usually horrible but mm-hmm. because nobody's driving the air is great like, it was so so nice last winter to be like no. at any point in the day i could look outside and see the sky yeah or the mountains like, yeah it's great. if you can't tell them you done or the mountains <laughs> the mountains there's no tea in this word <laughs> say how i want don't want <laughs> don't want <laughs> That but thing. okay, so did if, you watch my Marco Polo that I sent you? Maybe, but hold on. I, for, for anyone who does not live in Salt Lake or in Utah and is aware of Salt Lake, we're a big bowl. So every winter we get to call what's called inversion. We are surrounded on all sides except for one area by mountains, and that one little area acts as like the hole that all of California's crap comes through. Mm-hmm. Which is why during the summer we had horrible smoke because it was all from California, Oregon. We were hazy. Mm-hmm. Well, Some at days. one point the sky was like we had slight orange. Yeah, we didn't even like have any fires. It was all the smoke from Oregon. Yeah, and, t- and California. It was bad. Yeah, but typically winters are horrible. Like you, the sky looks brown because hot air rises and the cold air sinks, so you get all the smog and the cold air just sits on top like a cap. Mm-hmm. And because we have mountains, there's they there's can't nowhere go for it to go. So the only way it gets goes anywhere is we get snow or we get some wind. Or rain. Or rain. Yes. So. Marco Polo you sent me. What did you say in your Marco Polo? It, w- I, it was showing you the thing where it was helping, and it was an accent book. And this kid got an American accent book. And they were spelling it phonetically on how to pronounce things. Was that a Marco Polo? I sent you a Marco Polo. Where's my phone? Did I get your Marco Polo? <laughs> I was, I was having, I was laughing. I was having a great time reading this. Because it was like. Oh, I think I watched it, but I was like. It's so spot on. 
confused because I didn't understand what was going on. Mm. I'll have to watch it again when we're done recording. Uh, it was spot on. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because I don't think. Is so accurate. I don't think I understood what was happening until the last line. And then I, by the last line, I was so distracted by something else. I just didn't rewatch yeah, it. Douche, definitely. <laughs> it's great. So, Shanti. Spoilers. We're just going to spoil the heck out of it for you. If you haven't seen it yet, what's wrong with you? Um, but also, I understand that money is not the greatest commodity. It, in this for anyone who has access to Disney Plus, it's on there for free. Oh, that means I can watch it again. Yeah, that's where Woo! that's how we watched it. It's probably my favorite Marvel movie. It's not the best Marvel movie. I'm not saying it's the best Marvel movie. I'm saying it's probably my favorite. That one or Ragnarok? Um, Ragnarok is still gonna be my favorite. Like happy-go-lucky yeah that one's just great because i love it with because with thor they totally changed him up they're like thor's a comedian and then when he's a were, friend from work and then which he's totally stole from a make-a-wish kid no didn't the make-a-wish kid be like this is what you should say yeah so that's not stealing they could they could told him yeah whatever still <laughs> i just i'm just glad that it's in there anyways but um because they like make him comedic and then what i love in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Is they left him that way? Yeah. Yeah. And they and then when they were like doing flashback scenes, they alluded that like he's always been this way. This is the first story that Thor is telling himself. Yeah. From his perspective. Rather than like we're you're, we're a third party viewing now it's like we're standing next to him. He's like, Look at this <laughs> Cause all the other ones were like trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. And while this one still is like serious, it's definitely Thor's story POV. Yeah. He's 100% his POV. Because I like, because like when they go back and um, Ant Man disconnects something in Tony's heart, mm-hmm. and he's like, ah, and he's like, I'm going to try something. And then he taps his hammer, and the little electrical thing puts it back. And he's like, I, he's like, I ignored the work. <laughs> I was like, you can see he's there. He's always been there. Yeah. But he's never had a story told from his own perspective. Yeah. Where some people might think, like, I'm quiet and stoic, and no one thinks I'm quiet and stoic. Um, I was going to say, that's way off for you. <laughs> I It's what I would like to be perceived as. I don't know you why. You stop talking to people if you want to see that. Social anxiety means I have to be nice to everyone, okay? <laughs> okay, nice does not mean always talking. I'm not always talking. <laughs> it's easy for you to make friends. Quiet and stoic is not people actively trying to make friends. I'm not trying to make friends. <laughs> that is the just anxiety, who you are. You make friends. The okay? anxiety says that if I am friendly to everyone, I am less likely to have a bad interaction. <laughs> I always liked that thing that said, um, why are you trying to be liked by everyone? You don't even like Because everyone. it's a trauma response. Yeah, but I just like the logic behind you don't like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone's going to like you, and that's fine. It's not because fine. you don't like it's everyone. It's not fine that everyone doesn't like me. Why? But I deal with it. <laughs> Why is it not fine? Because if not everyone likes me, it means I'm not good enough. I am tackling these incorrect beliefs in therapy. I don't need to discuss it here. We're <laughs> getting through it. <laughs> 
You're like, I love you, friend, but you are not my therapist. Move on. I don't pay you for this. <laughs> so I pay you in friendship with sarcasm. So does my therapist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I gave you emotional support, sarcasm. So does she, actually. <laughs> I really like her. That's pretty great. Um, <coughs> why? I haven't been coughing all day. What the heck? It's because you're talking now. Where was I? Quiet. I've so said like thirty words today. I until now. I miss my old job in the way that I could sit next to my friend for eight hours and just have conversations. It was great. Now I see like nobody and I don't talk to nobody. And I can't really sing because I'm working hard, so I get out of breath and then I can't sing. And yeah. And then so. Wow. Good night. Night night. Night night. 2.0 will cry. Anyways, you would like to be night. perceived as quiet and stoic. I would like so- to be perceived as Your something. Your social anxiety says no. Hi. That is not how we should be perceived. Yeah. Why was I going with that? I am perceived in a way that I'm oblivious to. Because, like, people think I am, like, quiet and reserved. Mm-hmm. If I don't know you or I don't have anything to say. But it may be, like, I don't mind having conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with that. Um, I am introverted in the way that's, like, you know, okay to be introverted. Um, in the way that is, like, I don't have to talk to you if I don't want to. So I'm not going to. So I'll just be quiet because I'm comfortable with that. But if you actively, like, be like, hey, let's have a conversation, I will willingly engage with you. Like, sure. See, let's have a conversation. Um, lately, I won't due to the the what I'm re- referencing as the bridge burning. Said individual keeps trying to have conversations with me, gets a single line answer, and then I move on. Okay, I will make. I go beyond small talk. Okay, mm-hmm. because boring, but <laughs> like I. I've only had a few people that ask me stuff that I will give single line responses to you as like a clear indicator of like, I will be helpful to you. But I don't want to talk right now. Yeah. I'm doing other things. I love it so much. And I say this in a hateful way. Um, when you have headphones in and are reading a book and people are like, this is a perfect time to talk to you. No, it is not. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a taking a book to Christmas because, uh, the bridge burning person will be at Christmas. Is it? Is it? The, it it is, is the book. <laughs> yeah, because uh, this person is older. She was. She was trying to do it on Thanksgiving, but they weren't there. No, they were out of the state. They were in a different state. But it was like, oh, which is, is basically, fine. if we have any European listeners, which is basically out of the country, that means the same thing. It's far <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. But it's. I told it to my therapist. She's like, wow, that's really passive aggressive. I'm like, I don't really care. I don't want this situation to get better. I want him to leave me alone. And you're like, so I am starting to display flags of go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. (laughs) Or he can try and start something and I can throw information in his face that I'm very aware that he's very familiar with to be like, it sucks. I like learning. I'm sorry that you aren't a part of it. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Going on. Moving on. Where are we going? I don't know. I'm lost and confused. Oh, yeah. 
So, again, Shang-Chi is not the best Marvel movie, oh, but yeah, I love it the that's most. Where we that's where we were. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this Miscellaneous oh, Podcast. Again, goodness. we don't know what's going to happen here. Um, we were talking earlier about how you don't hate his dad. Yeah, no. You just feel sad for him. Were we talking about that on the podcast or that was before? That was before we started. Okay. So we don't hate his dad, just to catch you up with our conversation before. Yeah. Because he's just a man who's grieving for the love of his life after being alone for so long. And then who the mother of his children. But his trauma response was to completely shut down mm-hmm. and turn his children into tools. Yeah. Because he just emotionally detached from everything because he'd never been emotionally attached to anything. And the first thing he does is killed. Yeah, and I mean... So his trauma response is to just shut down entirely yeah, and revert. I mean, I get it. I do. But, like, but if the, Avery were like, to die, my children would be my priority. Mm-hmm. However, here's the difference between you and a fictional bad character. You don't have thousands of years of never being attached to anything. Correct. I have emotionally healthy attachments. Mm-hmm. So his like his literal trauma response is, I'm a horrible person. And she said, you don't have to be. Yeah. Let's have a family. And he was like, cool, this is awesome. And then his past grievances have come to punish him. And in doing so, take away the one thing he decided to be vulnerable with and open mm-hmm. with. And he go- immediately goes... I can't be a better person. It ruined the only good thing I have. Full reversion because he just went full blame, full shutdown. But okay. Wouldn't allow himself to get attached to his children because what if they're also killed? So again, you don't feel bad for this guy. You just feel sad. You're not angry at him. You're Mm -hmm. not angry at him for listening to the voices in his head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, then like, because you can still like, with Sean, you can see that he's mad at his dad. Which he has every right to be. Which, but it's like not the kind of anger of like you were a horrible person. It's like he's mad at his dad because he's like you were supposed to be my dad and you that weren't. That was that was anger covering up sadness. Is yeah. kind of what that read as. Yeah, because his like I've seen like different movies where they're like my dad's a horrible person. I hate everything about him. Like okay, wow, you're like pissed. Whereas Shang Chi was just like he was, he was so heartbroken that the dad that he remembered mm-hmm. this wonderful person, like neglected him in a way that was like he went along with because he was so desperate to be like dad's the only person left yeah like i'm scared i watched my mom get killed like i know my dad can keep us safe but also like the first thing his dad does after his mom dies is go kill a bunch of people and he's like what <laughs> he's nine Ugh. he's nine and then he gets trained up to be a killer and then he kills someone i know so like and then he has to come to the realization that I never wanted this. I just wanted my dad to tell me that it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do that because he and wasn't fine. It's just, I don't know. Being in the position of a parent, it is insane to me the lengths that children will go for love and appreciation from a parent. Mm-hmm. But no one has taught adults that that's what children are doing. I know. Like, like, your child will go above and beyond to get your approval. You need to let them know they don't have to work for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, right off the bat. you do. Not, they, it needs to be very clear that you do not have to work for my love and affection. You already have it. Mm-hmm. And then continuously just be like, just yeah. throwing on them. Even when they give you the crap drawing that you're like, I don't have any idea what this is. Wow, look at this. This is so amazing. Like, 
because they need validation from you. Yeah. But also what I loved is that when he gathered them all back together after, like, you know, sending his death squad after him, um, his sister said, I don't know how to say her name, so I just won't. <laughs> his sister. <laughs> his sister. Um, sister, sister. <laughs> um, his sister set, is telling his friend, Kate, Katie, that she says he never looked at me because all he saw was her and it hurt too much. When they're at the dinner table, he gives full eye contact with her. Mm-hmm. He sees her. And I'm like, this dad is going, hey, I have a way to fix my problems in a really unhealthy way, but I have found a way. He's like half healing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's, he's trying. So he's full on looking at his daughter that he couldn't look at before. Yeah. Like he's made a step and like really wants to reconnect with his kids in a very unhealthy way, but he's trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can see that he really wants his kids to be like, because he believes this so heartily, like we can get her back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, she's literally dead. You can't. And he's like, no, but she says. And they're like, you're okay. Like, he's having delusions. And you can see they're, like, not mad at him for having these delusions. They're, like, worried. Yeah. Well, because, like, I mean, if somebody I knew was randomly hearing voices, like, even if magic existed, I think I'd still be concerned. And then whenever Sean comes up to him and he's like, mom is dead, he's not yelling at him. He's like, dad, like she's dead yeah like he's trying to approach him in like a calm almost caring manner like she's gone yeah just be because like, hey. he can see his dad's like super not okay with the loss of his wife yeah so like he never yells at him that she's dead he just says like he says it like almost calmly like every single time just kind of like a a reassurance a reconfirmation of no she's gone yeah and then when he sees his dad's reaction he's like well crap i know what my dad's capable of like we got to do so yeah we gotta we gotta you know prep somebody for this war that's mm-hmm. coming to them so i just appreciate that so much and then i felt so bad for her because she has every right to be so pissed at him mm-hmm. because again he was only 15 literal child yeah <laughs> and he was like i'll be back and he never came back because as a 15 year old he finally had freedom you have a freedom so many i have seen so many videos of the older sibling having so much guilt about being able to get out but having to leave their younger siblings mm-hmm. and like how incredibly traumatizing that is for them uh there's a gal that i follow on tiktok she was essentially raised in a cult and was able to escape um i think she said weeks before her 22nd birthday Ooh. and she's i think she still has siblings that are in her parents care mm-hmm. or they've all grown but like she was talking about that and she was just like it's it was the hardest thing but i couldn't i couldn't stay there how can i help them if i can't help me well they like i need to get some sort of foundation under me in order to help them and i have nothing i'll have to find her her tiktok handle because she's her story is insane they Mm -hmm. almost sold her as a sex slave quote unquote married her off a few times but then realized that if they manipulated her into staying forever, then she would be their retirement plan. Oh, I think I saw one of her videos. Did she have purple hair? Uh, no. And bangs? A, she was a redhead with bangs. Oh, no. But she was, I think she was an only child and, reala- and she was like, I worked so hard to get my parents approval and then I realized that they only had me so they had someone to take care of them when they were old. Oh, no. And she was like, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um... Mm-hmm. And then she said, and then they had the audacity to tell, call me ungrateful. 
when I had already been doing all the things that they should have been doing. Like, yeah. Mm. No, I... My, um... My kids will know, yeah, like, set me up in a home. I just, like, as long as we have a schedule that, like, I got to see somebody every day, even if it's a FaceTime, like, we'll be good. My, but, but again, like, with Shang-Chi, 15-year-old is finally separated and unsupervised by his dad. Mm-hmm. It was... I don't think he was ever physically abusive, but he was super emotionally abusive. The training that we see can be called borderline abuse. True. Because he sanctioned it rather than did it himself. Correct. But that is still abuse. Because mm-hmm. I would say emotionally abusive in the way that he was neglectful with emotions. Yeah. He just shut down and was like never there. And yeah. any approval he did show was for, like, the wrong stuff. Well, because he'd reverted, he was just going back to that he, he which... Was, he was like, you are not my son. He's like, you're my trainee person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're my student. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can just... And then you can see how well he's hiding, because Katie's like... She's like, does you look like you can fight? And then he just totally blows the dude away with a stomach punch, and you're like... You might have hit some real hard from the flat like <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean... But I'm also like, Katie, the man is jacked. Oh, yeah. Like, like you've, you've known this man for so long, and you're like... I mean, muscles doesn't mean fighting, but, like, you could think he'd be able to, like, put some weight behind his throw. I mean, you'd, you'd think. You think. But if you don't know anything about that, but maybe you wouldn't think. the way he punches is totally different from someone who's never been to fight before. Correct, yeah. Because people who don't haven't been fight for swing super wide. Mm-hmm. And kind of, it's weird. It's like watching a giraffe try and walk when they're fighting for the first time. They're just throwing limbs everywhere. And people who know how to fight go right down the center. Sometimes. Depending on the fighting style you're doing. Yeah, and also the, the target you're aiming at. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize with Shang-Chi they were doing so many homages to different movies. Because the initial punch he does in the beginning is an ode to Bruce Lee's one-inch punch. Yeah. And then the jacket flip is from a different movie. Is from Jackie Chan. Okay. Is to homage to that. So, like, they were basically... I was too dumb and not a big enough nerd with martial art movies to see all the references. But apparently there's a lot in the bus scene. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. Also, like, his aunt is, like... I can't remember her name, but she's, like, the token Asian woman to play the wise elderly person. Oh. Well, that's, like, I don't know if that's a every compliment time I or not. S- every time I see her, I'm like, it's her. Well, every role she's in is amazing. Yeah. She's the seer in Kung Fu Panda 3 or 2. I don't think she's I've... If s- you continue on your path, you'll be at the bottom of the stairs. That's her. I don't think I've seen Michelle Kung Fu Long Panda 2. Or um, 3. They're good. They're good. And she's also... I mean, the, it's Jack Black. She's I, also the mom in Crazy Rich Asians. What? That is her. I literally just finished listening to that book. The book and the movie actually are really different. Yeah, but they are. Yeah. There was a book that I wanted to read because it was so... Princess Bride. I want to read Princess Bride. Yeah. Because the book and the movie are pretty, pretty different. Yeah. But as Boyfriend has said, the book is phenomenal. The movie's great. 
for different reasons. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> well, he was like, the movie's not similar, but they did it so well that you're very okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle is That's a book. That's the other one I want to read. I've I, never read I it. I really like it. Like, there's three of them, and I actually want to get the other two and read those as well. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're so, so different mm-hmm. that, like, you never would have even guessed that they're, it, like, the same. That Miyazaki got inspired by that book and was like, yo! Mm-hmm. It's a great story, but let me put my own specific spin on it. <laughs> We're not going to do all of this. We're going to do this instead. Because in the, in the book, she's, like, young and confident or something? I can't remember. No, she still gets... She's young, quiet, um, still gets cursed. The difference with the curse, though, is that Howell and Marco are trying to break it. But Sophie, who is a being who has magic... Isn't she, like, put keeping it on herself? Yeah, she's keeping it on herself because she likes who she is there because she feels like she can be herself versus mm-hmm. when she was young. Okay, cool. Because in the movie, how she breaks the curse is by basically being confident in who she is. Yeah. Yeah, it was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, Which, the, the way, book, Sophie Has Sisters... Which, by the way, when I found out that Sisters, was Christian Bale, I, like, lost my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. Excuse it's, me? It's, I can't in my head... Because the Miyazaki films, they try so freaking hard to do so good with the dub. Yeah. And it is beautiful every time. It's amazing. Because with Japanese anime shows, they suck <laughs> because they do not have the time. Yeah. To put that much effort into it. Yeah, but it's a movie, and it's the Miyazaki, and... Yeah, but also, because Miyazaki's, like, animating, like, the full mouth movement, basically, so it's easier to match up. Yeah. Whereas in the Japanese shows, Japanese cadence doesn't always line up with English cadence, so they sound weird. (laughs) Or the sound doesn't match what you're seeing on the screen. Mm -hmm. Or they don't have enough time to look up a phrase that translates over okay. Which I learned, by the way, that... I haven't watched it, but in Squid Game... Okay. Um, apparently this Netflix subtitles are, like, so bad that natural Korean speakers are, like, it's so inaccurate. I thought I... Like, you're I missing think I saw so that. much of the context because the translation is, like, the bare minimum. I think I saw that, but then, like, somebody tweeted it out, and, like, the next day, Netflix had it fixed. Yeah, because they're that big, and they're like, oh, we should probably oh, get someone who understands the connotations of, like, what's being said. So, in the car... We have a built-in DVD player. And so the, the movie we've been watching lately is Cars. Mm-hmm. And because it's on repeat... I can't do that movie anymore. Youngest, oldest nephew was obsessed with that movie. Well, I was like, why does this voice sound familiar? Because I'm listening to it and listening to it. And I'm like, is this Owen Wilson? Yes. Is this Owen Wilson? And I just Googled it and it is Owen Wilson. You and never, I don't know how to feel you, about that. You never knew that? You know the random amount of knowledge that I have about celebrities? It mm-hmm. equals to that about point zero zero one. She's really bad with celebrities. So bad with celebrities. <laughs> like I am to the point where I will be watching an anime and I will recognize a voice and I will Google that cast and then I will go to that cast person and see all the shows that he's done and be like, it's that character. I knew I recognized that voice. <laughs> the voices I can do, but like, I don't know. Because like, I know you haven't seen My Hero, but mm-hmm. you've seen Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is probably my favorite anime right now. I just... Ah, it's so good. It's just a sports anime, but it's so good. But it's got tension. It's got drama. It's got grace. It makes you great, cry, man. It's got great emotional releases. Yeah. And you care about the opposing team so much. Yeah, you do. Even though like, you want Haikyuu to win, 
or not how you, you want Katasuno to win, mm-hmm. you still are like super sad for the other team. <laughs> because like, you actually get to know them. Yeah. Like it's not just like, oh, these are the opponents. They make you care about yeah. everybody. <sighs> Anyways, um, Bakugo and, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. The libero on Katasuno. What is his name? I don't know. I'm terrible with names. I'm gonna Google that right now. Here we go, a googling, googling, googling. Here we go, a googling. We're doing it so fast. That's a lie. I I can't. I I'm gonna kick myself. That's not how you spell that. And his name is Nishinoya. Gosh, (laughs) I was like, I'm gonna hurt myself. Anyways, Bakugo and Nishinoya are the same voice actor. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And. He's very iconic voice actor. Like, I can always pick him out. Same person. The person who plays Zoro from One Piece. Mm. I always know who that is. So there's the... He's got a very distinct... He's able to change it, but he's got a very distinct, like, graveliness to his voice that I'm immediately like, I know who you are. So the, the voice actor who does the twins in Oran High School Host Club... I, I don't remember... or sub? Uh, dub. I'm not sure I've watched the dub. Sub. No, dub. I typically go dub because I don't have... The attention span to you stare at the screen. Sit there and I read don't. The nope. And if I do, then I can't be doing something on my hand. That it's just, it's a bad day. Um. So the dub. I, he was in a different anime. I don't even remember what it was, but I heard his voice and I was like, "You're not evil. That's not allowed." Like, <laughs> it's such a <laughs> hard. Do that. It's such a hard time, like, staying with the story because I was like, "You're not allowed to do this." Like. You're mischievous, not bad. <laughs> I was just yeah. And then um, the voice actor for Kageyama and Tosho, yeah, Shoto. That's in air dyslexia, I guess. <laughs> um, Shoto instead of Tosho. <laughs> um, so Kageyama and Tosho. Shoto, I can do it. I can. That's his name. And my hero are the same voice actor too. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense because you Shoto have... Shoto is way less yelly and mad. Hmm. He's very calm-spoken most of the time. That probably makes it easier for the voice actor to, like, mm-hmm. sound different than... He does, but I... Because it took me a minute to even... Because it was such a different way he was voice acting, I didn't know. Yeah. In the beginning. But immediately could tell Bakugo. I was like, ah! And Nishinoya! I know that voice anywhere. Because <laughs> especially, like, with One Piece, because One Piece has been airing since 19... 19- 90. I want to say 9, but that feels too long. Hmm. We're Googling, Googling. Because. <laughs> no, not 2020. Let's see. When did, 1999, I was right. So that's how long that, that show's been running. Um. Yeah, I'm never getting into that. I'm not watching 22 years worth. Um. You should read it. It goes by faster if you read it. In what time, friend? That's true. If you ever get the chance to read manga again. <laughs> when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> when your kids are grown, you'll find time. Yeah. Because um, me and boyfriend watched One Piece very, very far, if anyone knows the story, up to Marine Ford. No, no, no. We got to the New World. And then he was like, I think I'm just going to read it because... After Marine Ford is hard to watch because they've caught up to the manga. Mm-hmm. So, like, half the episode is recapped of the previous. 
gross. It's like insufferable. No, I'm not here for it. I can't. So re- so like when animated, it's like they make the battle seem like it's four days long, <laughs> but it's really only like a couple hours. So when you're reading it, it goes through better, which is why when Naruto was done, I reread the whole thing. Okay. Because I was keeping up, which meant that last battle was literally four years. Yeah. So I was bored with Naruto because it was the same freaking battle for so long. So when it was finished and I reread the whole thing, it's a way better story now. I mean, because you don't have to pause. You don't have to mm-hmm. wait. Stupid Rick and Riordan. It... <sighs> Sorry. Dude, I was pissed off with the end of Fairy Tale. Uh, yeah. Commit, you coward. Yeah. Lucy and Natsu are a couple. And I don't care about your half-assed thing that you did. You coward. Commit. There was nobody else. No one. No one. And it had been leading up the entire story. I'm sorry that you waffled out. There was literally no one, no other ship that people were like warring over. No. It was those two. No. Greyhead Juvia. He's already out of the picture. Yeah. And that was confirmed. Yeah. You confirmed like every couple but them. Like what the hell? <laughs> so I was like. What a total cop out! Like ninety percent of your fan base is like, yes, they are a couple, and then you're like, ah, there's just friends, and everyone was like, screw you. Uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, no. Because the other thing I wish that happened in Fairy Tale was that somebody died. Yeah. Because if the master had died, it would have felt it would have been more way more real. Passable. When he was like, I'm back, I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Although so- I will say that I knew Gajil wasn't gonna die. But that didn't keep me from being emotionally distraught. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so... He I was, was confessing I was not okay for the week until they had, like, the magical reverse spell. I was like, I'm not okay. I know he's going to be fine, <laughs> but I am not okay. <laughs> uh, totally. Especially because he would drop hints in the panels that they were, like, in the same... Like, seriously, before the giant battle, yeah. um, it shows you just lying there. He's got a border of a blanket going across his chest. And then it shows... Um, I don't remember. Oh my gosh. I don't remember. We're Googling again. <laughs> Why? Don't I remember her name? She's oh, got a cute Lucy? No, 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 Lucy. Um, Lucy's best friend. She's got blue hair. I know. Fairy uh, tale. Oh my gosh. She's adorable. Why? Why? She's got a cute name. She has a cute name. No, keep going. Where is she? Why is she listed? Levy. Levy. Oh I knew it started God. with an L. <laughs> <sighs> Her name is Levy. Okay, so I have. I will say they have a great relationship story. I, which would never be in the real world because no, no, absolutely not. Not with that beginning. Nope. Not okay, beginning I will say I'm having an easier time reading manga if I have it in hand because it's just so much easier to like speed read through it. There are and then apps put it down. For that you can get. But it's not the same because I'm on my phone. I get distracted. Oh, you need a book. Yes, like having a having physical a book. book. Okay. So you should get. Um, oh, I wish to God that you were caught up on Yona of the Dawn. I was just thinking I need to start buying that one. Oh my gosh. Because I've talked about this before on the podcast. That is like the best manga. Mm hmm. Slow burn, really freaking good action. By the way, because you're not caught up, I'm like mid-traumatized right now and like in literal tears about what just happened. And oh, I no. can't even tell you about it. Nope. No, you cannot because I will remember. You will remember because it is huge. And I was like, 
I was sitting there did, reading it going, did the, no. Did, did someone no, die? No. I'm not saying anything. Stop laughing at me, Avery. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I said. He, he's laughing because I, I was asking him the same thing. Does someone die? Just what? No, I want to know. <laughs> I just, oh, man. Their relationship, though, is like one that you want to model. Um, I By don't want way. that much angst in my life. Thank you. Okay, well, you don't have someone who's irrevocably in love with you and won't do anything about it. He's already done something about it. Yeah, he was pretty easy to do that. Like, ah, <laughs> let's get married. All right, let's get married. Whereas stupid Hawk is like honor bound and dumb. And she was obliviously dumb too. Like it was painful. <sighs> Obli- and the rest oh, of the guys oh, knew. Obliviously dumb. Personal assistant to the villain. I love her. I'm so excited for her book. I'm so excited. I will for her pre-order book. her book. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's gonna be great. <sighs> She's like putting all of her favorite tropes in there. As she should. Thank she you. like literally made herself cry while writing it. I Did know, you see that, that line? <gasps> she was like, "I'm crying." She's like, "I'm gonna be so mad if no one else likes that line." And I was like, "In context, I'll probably cry." Oh man, I just I love stories. I feel like I've ruined my attention span for stories though. Because all videos are like maximum three minutes and you get the story. Yeah, I... So I feel like, because my issue is like, I don't want to read anything, but I know it's like, if I pick up a book though, I'm not putting it down. <laughs> See, my thing though is I have been putting it down. Like nothing, i am have been having problems with things keeping my attention. You don't have the right books right now. I'm, I don't know, but it also, I think is also environment. Like I get really tired when I have time to read or I'm trying to read and then I get interrupted six, seven, eight times. And by the time I get back to the book, my brain's not in that same place where it was mm. interesting. Frustrating. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, so I'm trying to, like, switch up my genres, see if that's going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, while Fairy Tale, the only healthy relationship in Fairy Tale was not to Lucy, really. <laughs> because Juvia and Grey did end up together, but Juvia was not a healthy person. No, she needed so much therapy. She did get matured. But she literally, like, obsessed over this man until he broke down, which is, like, not okay or healthy no. to do. Which is stalkerish behavior, and he was right to avoid her. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But after they fought together and he, like, actually physically got to know her, they b- developed a little bit of a friendship, but... Well, I mean, that's that's pretty typical of, mm-hmm. like, any relationships, is the more you spend time... You- <laughs> The more time you spend with a human, the easier it is to understand them and form relationships. So that's why they say it's better if you're friends first. Because mm-hmm. then you know this person. And then you can decide, do I want to pursue a romantic relationship with this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, if- and typically I find that being friends, like, you get to see if they have any red flags. Yeah. So. Because then if they have a red flag as a friend, why would you want them as a friend? And yeah. let alone, why would you want them as a partner? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not. I would not. Because, like, me and boyfriend were friends for a while before we got interested in one another. I- there was a lot of divine intervention in my relationship. It's turning out okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taylor was very much my divine intervention. Um, How was I your divine intervention? I was like, look at these messages. And then you're like, you're an idiot. You like it. And I was like, <laughs> no. That sounds that so much real. like me. I didn't even remember doing that, but that's totally what I would tell you. Yeah, like I was telling him like all the things that I like, and he was being not so subtle in his hints, and I was just letting it go right over my head. I'm like, oh, what a coincidence! Like, 
He was like, yeah, I like girls that are brunette with long hair. I literally have long hair, brunette. Come on. Yeah. Like, I like brown eyes. And I, he's, like, describing me. And I'm like, what a coincidence. Like, come on. Yeah, what I a, know. What a coincidence. How cool is that? It totally makes sense why I was like, you're being dumb. Yeah, I was being dumb. I was being so dumb. I don't even remember that happening, but that is so absolutely something I would do to you. It was, we were planning... We were decorating for your wedding. Oh, yeah! I don't remember anything about those days. We, I was we so were stressed. It we were getting the cr- we were getting the stuff from your ward, and we were taking it over to the different area. Okay, one building to a different building. Mm-hmm. So we were getting all that stuff, and we were talking about things, and you're like, "You're an idiot," because <laughs> we were there at your ward ironing um, tablecloths. And, oh, yeah. and the, is that when I got yelled at to lay down and took a nap on the floor? Maybe I don't remember. I remember getting yelled at. I remember freaking out because I needed socks. I, I know. And I was like, there are socks in my pocket right now. Do you want to see them again? <laughs> okay. But knowing I have ADHD, that makes more sense why I kept repeatedly getting like anxiety about my socks. Well, and then me, having been your friend for so long, was like, I'm just going to keep these on me. So every time she asked me, I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> And instead of being like, they're here in this thing, they're right there, it's fine, I could just physically show you. Yeah. And then, and then me- you'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd be, okay, I'm fine. And then mm-hmm. I'd move on. And then I remember like, I'm a goldfish. And I was like, cool, you gotta get them day of, they're all gonna be dead. Mm-hmm. They will be dead. Yep. And then we took all of the ones that were still alive at the end of the day, and we took them over to my parents' neighbor, who, they had a garden snake at the time. And I got to watch the garden snake eat the goldfish. It was so cool. The snakes are cool. I love them. Like, trigger warning, like, if you don't want this thing in your ear bowls, jump ahead a, few, a little bit. So the snake, like, kind of went into the water and bit one of the goldfish on its side. And I got to, like, watch the snake kind of, like, maneuver its mouth to turn the fish head down. And I was like, whoa. It was so cool. Yeah, I wouldn't, um, watching it with fish is like, whoa, that's cool. I never watched my brother feed his snake because it was a mouse that was alive and that was a little traumatic for me. So, yeah. And every once in a while you hear the little, <laughs> and then it was goner, and you're like, because mm. he had a boa. So. Oh, obviously, needs fresh kill then. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. Yay! <laughs> and then when he had to graduate to rats, he wouldn't buy the live rat, he'd get a frozen one. Because he was like, I can handle the mice, can't do the rat. <laughs> Especially because he had pet rats. So he was oh, like, I can't do that. <laughs> that. That would add definitely another layer. Mm-hmm. He had a pet rat named Yoda. Baby Yoda. Three of them at one point. Baby Yoda. I was Perry little. Grip. The grip he has on my life. <laughs> and then um, middle sibling had a rat named Cookie for a while. Mm. Rats don't live very long. I did not know that. Three to five years. I mean, I guess that makes sense because they are... Itty bitty. They're really small and they breed really, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. So their lifespans would be shorter because I think... If I remember correctly, the the longer the lifespan, the fewer children that animals typically produce. Mm-hmm. Like a horse? Or like a horse elephant. or an elephant or a whale. <laughs> Which is why humans live to 90 and have <laughs> can have a child once a year. Yeah. Whereas like I learned that the reason that the I learned that the reason that the America Americas we have 2.55 children per family. It didn't even occur to me. Stillborns kids who die of SIDS miscarriages I was like 
Yeah, I had no idea. Have a child, but they didn't make it to a viable age. Yeah, or like you had a child but didn't make it past age one, so like that affects the numbers. That's a sad thing, you know. Yeah. And Sorry, such a downer. Uh, such a downer. Anyways, Deadliest Catch was a show that I watched. Okay. A lot when I was a kid. Like, it was, I would come home from junior high and watch that. Like, I had it recorded. <laughs> okay. It, well, because it was, in the early seasons anyways, it was, like, real honest and raw. Yeah. It was real reality television. Because it's one of the most dangerous jobs on the planet. Mm-hmm. So anytime someone says, oh, my crap's so expensive, I just grab a clip of that show and, like, this is why. And they go, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, people die every year getting your stupid crab. And they don't get paid a lot. They do. Depending, the on the, depending on the crab they get. Like, sometimes they will fish entire crab clean season and they walk away with 30 grand. Or they can walk away with 90. Depends on the size of your boat. Depends yeah. on how much crab has died on the way back to port. Yeah. Because you could have, like, filled all of your tanks and then get to port and lose half of it to death. Because when one crab dies, they release a chemical. Mm-hmm. And it's bad for the rest of the crab. Which is why they have to have circulating water as well, because if this water's stagnant, they start to die because they can't breathe. Interesting. I did not know that mm-hmm. about crabs. They have to have a continuous current How to filter through their gills. Yeah. Kind of in the same way that um, specific sharks have to keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Mm-hmm. And they have, there's the, you have king crab, opilio, and there's another one. I don't know. Can't remember the third one. But anyways, it was like, I remember watching that going like, oh my gosh, like this is real legit. Like people do this. Because the Bering Sea is insane. Is one of the most tumultuous, dangerous seas on the planet. Tumultuous? Yeah. Okay. And it's because of the weather patterns. The weather patterns for one. And it's in that area that is mostly winter. Yeah. But gets just enough of that cold for the warmth from below. But it's in above the atlantic so it's cold yeah but also like it's interesting because you watch them fish the bering sea is not above the atlantic the bering sea is over by alaska alaska's over the pacific pacific Ocean. is the right word but the pacific is typically warm but that far north it would be cold sorry i was like looking at you like in california it's hella cold man <laughs> i've been to both ends of this country it is warm on one and cold on the other i have too and the atlantic is always colder than the pacific by florida new york no. It's warm over there. Yeah, because it's closer to the equator. New York is not closer to the equator. No, but it's cold. It's warm in comparison to California. What? Why do I have those backwards? California seas are so cold. In California and Florida, if you're on like both sides of it, it's still cold in Florida. Huh. Yeah. Because it's for whatever reason, I thought the Pacific oceans because you got freaking Alaska winds coming into that ocean. But for some reason, I always thought the Pacific Ocean was the cold one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Weird. See, because you got all the tropics going into that one, and it, and the other one you get all the arctics. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why the other one gets more hurricanes. Mm, that would make sense. Because they both get hurricanes, but the other one gets way more because of the mix of cold and hot. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is crazy though, because there is like hurricane force weather, and they're fishing in it. Yeah. Well, you guys are crazy. Yeah. And they're like, we kind of have to be. <laughs> Because yeah. we need to fill the quota in order to get the investors their money. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to pay my crew and myself. Like, 
Yeah, make upgrades and whatnot. Because they'll be at sea for weeks for the one season and then immediately right into the next. Mm. And they'll have... I know so much about the show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they have these things called crab pots. Okay. Which are like... It's like a lobster trap, except, you know, 4,000 times the size or 4,000 times the weight. They're like 800 pounds. To make sure it gets to the bottom? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then some ships, depending on the size, will have like 300 of them on their ship. Whoa. Not to mention everything else that's heavy on the ship. So if you're in... So when a storm's coming, yeah, like a bad one, they can't pick where they want to drop. They just dump them because they need to get all of that top heavy off. Yeah, so they not, don't tip. Because like if 30-foot waves are coming, they need to get that stuff off the ship. Yeah, they can come back for it, right? Mm. Okay. That's all tracked and stuff. Because it was funny because um, one of them was ta- one of the captains talking and um, Jonathan Hillstrand on the time bender. <laughs> um, his computer went down. Oh, so no. he didn't know where his pots were. And then he called somebody who's like, hey, I heard you're in port. Can you pick up this computer for me? Yeah. And come out where I am. And he was like, I'm getting like 300, 400 crabs right now. And these, you can lay your string down. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> and so they brought the computer to him. But he was saying, he's like, we used to fish without computers, like all the time. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm not even sure I could find my, my string without my computer. Oh, wow. Like, that's how far technology's come to the point where they're like, I don't think I could do it the old way at all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not have even guessed. My favorite thing, though, is, like, looking at the comments in the YouTube video of people yeah. who've never been in the Bering Sea in their life. Yeah. Trying to be like, this is what they should have done. I'm like, really? <laughs> First of all, you're not a captain. You're not a crab fisher. You've never been in the Bering Sea. You've probably never been on a boat in the ocean. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I... I worked with somebody once who was very, very into the deadliest catch. Um, and so I learned a little bit, but whenever I think about like fishing for sea creatures, my brain goes lobsters. Cause I learned rec- I was watching a video and they like can't, when they pull the lobsters up, they like check them for size and age. And if they're female and a breeder, they like put a clip in yeah, one they, they tail clip thing. their tails so that anybody who fishes them up goes, oh, can't have this one. Yep, it's a female. And I think the one, the video I saw... lived in, like, 40 years old. Yeah. They live a long time. Yeah, which is crazy to me. But, like, mm-hmm. but being, able, like, the, the one that he was picking up to tag, like, she was carrying eggs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. I saw that's that weird. Because I think with crab fishing, you're able to be a little bit more, like, casual about or lobster fishing you're able to be a little more casual about it maybe i have no idea i don't know if there's lobsters in the bearing sea i don't know aren't they more of a tropical fish they're not a fish crustacean yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe we'll look it up and talk about it next time because yeah. i'm fading oh oh look at that yeah mm-hmm. i guess that's perfect yeah oh. but it's just like because I, w- I remember watching early seasons and comparing it to now it's a little bit more dramatized now they're trying but to keep also, an audience. Yeah, they're trying to keep an audience. Because, like, the first stuff, like, it was, like, full on, like, crap happens. Yeah. And, like, people get injured all the time. And, like, I, wa- I remember watching the episodes of, like, A Man Overboard. Yeah. And it's the Bering Sea. So it's immediately into hypothermic temperatures. Yeah, and you can only survive in there for, like, six minutes tops. Yeah, so, like, and he fell in without a life suit, so obviously. And then they said, this is what happens. Your body goes, oh, that's cold immediately pulls all of the blood out of your limbs and your heart which just like is a first sure fire way of killing you yeah because now you can't move your arms to swim 
Yeah. But it's trying to keep your important organs alive. Unfortunately, our bodies are not the best at saving us. They do the best if we were above ground. (laughs) (laughs) But we are in water. That's not how that works. And I remember, um, because what happened was they were next to two, there were two crab boats next to each other. Okay. And the waves were super high, and this guy was trying to get all the pots anchored down. Okay. Because they were packing up to go. And the guy's on the side of them, which means that below him is directly water. Oh. And he's like, and he, and Jonathan was like looking at him, he's like, I'm going to watch this guy like a hawk. Because he's like, I don't know if he's strapped in or not, and if a wave comes up, it's just going to rip him right off of there. Yeah. So he was watching that boat, like, hardcore. He's trying to keep his crew safe, but he was watching that one. And the minute a wave went by and the guy was gone, he immediately was like, man, overboard, like, we gotta go! And he radi- He had the radio to reach the other, like, he didn't have his radio yeah. for his crew, he had the radio for the other boat, and he was like, he was holding it and, like, watching. Because he was just, that like, guy out was of gone, feeling. He was like, man, and they like went they right up. His no boat way. got them. Oh, got wow. that guy because he was in a better position to get him because of the current. Yeah. And he said he was in the water for maybe four minutes, which is way too long. Yeah. But he said by the time they got the life ring around him, he could barely hold on to it. Because they're like at that point, they're like, you have to have enough strength to hold on because we physically can't reach you. Yeah. So you have to hold on long enough that we can grab you and pull you over. Yeah. So they pulled him on and he's like, so they get him into the into the brig area and they're like ripping the clothes off of him and he's like oh man that was they're like stop talking get these off of you and they're like take your shirt he's like wow that's good and they're like no you're in shock right now like you're about you're going to die you're gonna be full-blown hypothermic in like two seconds like get your clothes off yeah we gotta get you dry get you warming up slowly he's like i want a warm shower like no 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 No, that'll that'll send you into shock burn you yeah (laughs) because you're really cold right now and that'll freak your body out yeah because you can give yourself hypothermia on a hot summer day by drinking if you're like super super hot and you have ice cold water yeah i learned put, that your body goes immediate hypothermic shock because it goes survival mode yeah like this is not done this It'll is not like okay five and you go hypothermic yeah because you get cold in your core and your body pulls all of your warm blood out and tries to warm you up mm-hmm. and that's a hypothermic response yeah so that'd be so weird so that's why i say if you're hot drink do like drink lukewarm do water. not drink ice cold water no Nope. But did but he did he end up surviving? Oh yeah, yeah, he was fine. But they were, but he was like, oh, he was like, Jonathan's like, I'm so glad I was watching him. It's like if I hadn't been watching him, he could have drowned, and we would never have known. Yeah. Like that captain would have been like, where's my dude? Yeah. What happened to my dude? Oh my god, he's gone and he's dead. It's been five minutes. He's dead. Yeah. But also, like all the time, ships just go down with nothing. Because there was one where um. Sig Hansen of the Northwestern, he got he's like, he got a call. He's like, hey, hey, Sig, did you hear about this boat, which he had really good friends on? And he was like, no, we're here. And, they, and then he said the words, the last known location. Ugh. And you just know. So that boat, they didn't even get a distress signal off. It Whoa. went down that fast. And so they found an oil slick, and they found, like, debris. They found the signs that a ship went down. They heard no warnings or no threat. So it went down that fast because they couldn't warn anybody. That's insane. And they they never found any bodies, but they found the wreck like six days later. Okay. And the conclusion was that it was top heavy. Oh, so they went and sideways. The, and a wave and... just hit it just right. That it just went poof. Yeah. Yeah, There's... but he had like really good friends on there. And because it's a live reality TV show, 
the camera guys are on it, but like these camera guys are insane too because they're on the deck of this boat with their giant camera. Yeah, so I hadn't even thought crazy. about that. Oh, but I remember the producer was like, are you okay, Sig? And he's like, I know you guys want me to say something, but if you could like give me a minute. I'm like, yeah, sure. Because like at that point, like they're friends. Yeah, like they, 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 they travel together. Because they understand camera crew's got a job. I will stay out of your way, do our best. And, like even the camera crews get injured. Yeah. Because like they'll, and then like when they get injured, like, oh man, are you right? And they'll say their name like, Josh, are you okay? Like, because they know these guys. Yeah. Because they're like, here's this guy who doesn't have hands available on the boat, of, on this boat. In the middle of 30-foot waves filming us, like... Yeah. Mm. But, like, they're also, like, super respectful. Like, if something traumatic just happened, like, got that horrible... Like, immediately on his face, you could just be like... He could... His face said, they're dead. They're dead. My friends are dead. Oh. And then the camera crew's like, do you, like... Do you need a okay? second? And then he's like, if you could leave me, like, yeah, for sure. And you see the guy, like, put the camera down? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, we'll film for a little bit. Like, he put the camera down immediately. Because that's his friend. Yeah. His friend just got horrible news. He's going to go for a sec. Yeah. Give him give him a minute to, like, mm-hmm. they, start to process that. Yeah. Which is why, like, as reality TV goes, it's the only one I watch. Okay. Because it's, like, real, real. <laughs> Obviously, there's, like, scripted moments. Obviously, there are. Yeah. But it's also, like, how on earth do you script a rogue wave smashing into a ship? You, you don't. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's our podcast. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. And also a reminder, there will not be an episode that airs on 28th. the 28th. There will not be an episode. Nope. Mm-mm. Because it is Christmas and we will be at our family's houses celebrating. Because that's what we celebrate. And that's just how the mm-hmm. year lines the, up. Th- there will be an episode on the 4th, not the 28th. So there you go. Take that. Okay, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Not that button. The other button. Oh, yeah.